Welcome back to another edition of the Sean Light Podcast. My name is Sean Light. I'm the CEO of 4A Health, and I am releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to answer one question. How can health and fitness professionals rise above the rest to become recognized as a leader in our industry, all while being paid what you are worth and building a ridiculously exciting financial future? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. All right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to the Sean Light Podcast. Sean Light here, coming at you live. I guess not for you, it's not live, but uh, for me, it's live, and we're recording, so let's light this candle. Today's episode is going to revolve around one of the things that I read on social media yesterday, because isn't social media so full of excellent talking points? Yesterday, I saw a Facebook friend of mine post something on his on his feed about price, and the price was, and he was talking about how he was talking about almost justifying high price points, right? And it's, it's, it's the effect of, it's the effect of, uh, you know, when, when you're dealing with a, you know, a prospect and, and you're trying to get them to sign up for sessions and they, what, for whatever reason, they balk at the price. And uh, now I will say personal training some fitness is not a cheap expense. You know, I do believe that it's worth it, but it is not a cheap expense. It's not inexpensive. So there are always going to be people that are going to balk at that price. Now, the the rationalization that this individual used goes back to an old story about Pablo Picasso. I believe it was Pablo Picasso. And the story goes that he was one day he was sitting out outdoors at a French cafe. If you've ever been out to Paris, which I I can confidently or uh, humbly brag that I have, and they have all these really nice Parisian cafes where you sit out. It's I mean it's kind of like New York City. I mean, there's a lot of outdoor seating, especially now during the pandemic, uh, where you just kind of sit outside and appreciate being in Paris. You know, appreciating the food, appreciating the culture, and it's just a really cool. You know, I, growing up in New Jersey, I had never really experienced that. And I mean, if I was in New York, I'm, of of course I would have. But uh, these outdoor Parisian cafes, and Picasso's sitting out there, and uh, you know, a, a longtime fan runs up to him and he's Picasso, Picasso, Picasso. Oh my gosh! Like, it's so great to meet you. Uh, and and you know, he's going on for a little bit about that, and he said, "Could you? Could you?" Could you draw me something on your napkin there? Picasso says, "Ah, oh, of course, man." So he takes his napkin. He hand the, the the fan hands him a pen, and he draws a little something on the on the on the napkin form. And uh, he he puts his hand out to go give it to him. And just as the raving fan was about to grab it, he pulls it back, and he says, "That'll be a hundred thousand dollars." And the fan's like, "What do you mean?" And he's like. You're not that took you that took you 30 seconds to draw. And he's like, you're not paying me for the 30 seconds that it took me to draw that. You're paying me for the 50 years of my life where I learned how to draw that. That's what my value is. And what a beautiful story. And it's true. It's it, it's I mean, I don't know that that exactly happened. I, I assume that it did or it's been exaggerated over time somehow. But 
the the fact like Pablo Picasso, his paintings, like that napkin could have fetched fetched that gentleman millions of dollars, no doubt, right? But it doesn't hold up in our industry, and it doesn't hold up for you. You're not Picasso, and I'm not saying that you you can't get there. I, you know, there's no there's no limitations on this world. I think by all means, there's there's possibilities for you to end up there if if you if you put in the work and you're talented enough and you have the experience and you know you know what it takes. But the fact of the matter is, at the time of the of the napkin drawing, Pablo Picasso was a world famous artist. Pablo Picasso was valued at that price. And while it feels really good to justify your high price point, especially in the social media world, it feels really good to be able to take this story of a world-renowned artist and apply it to what you're doing and to your current price point. The fact of the matter is, is that you're not valued at that price point if people don't want to pay it. If somebody does not want to pay you what your price is, to them, you are not valued at that price. And that's not a them problem. That's a you problem. In the essay, Compensation, by Ralph Waldo Emerson, he talks about and he says, the, he says you are paid exactly what you're worth. Not a penny more, not a penny less. And that is one of the most true statements revolving revenue and income that I have ever heard. Whatever they value at, value you at is what you're actually worth. Not what you think you're worth. What does the customer perceive your value to be? Using the Picasso, and when I when I when I when I saw this, I wrote I have a notepad in my phone and I write down, I, I write down, I have a it's like a section that's called the podcast ideas because I do 365 of these bad boys and I gotta have plenty of ideas. And what I wrote I wrote down, I wrote Picasso crap. Because that's what it is for most of us. And it, that's what it is for me, right? In my world, in my in what I do, right? There's, there's, let's put it out there. So there's people right now listening to this podcast who are not members of the 4A Heroes Club, okay? And if that's you, raise your hand. That's fine, okay? And so what the 4A Heroes Club costs it costs $497 per year. Okay, that's that's the annual membership fee. Um, I'm considering doing a month to month, but for right now, that's what it costs, okay? And when you join the 4A Heroes Club, there is absolutely no excuse for you to for you to finish that year of your annual membership with with it coming out in the red. This is not a this is not a liability. This is not a money drain. This is not a net negative. This teaches you how to sell. It shows you how to do it. It shows you how to network. It shows you how to get better jobs. It will connect you directly to those jobs as I've done on several occasions. There is no excuse other than the fact that I'm just a damn lazy person for you to come out in the negative, right? You should be easily able to make up $500 uh of your of your investment through what you learn in the club if you're willing to grind it out and do the work right however me saying that doesn't do shit because if you who right now and for those of you who are listening who are not members of the club 
you don't value what I give you there to be worth that money. That's not a me problem. That's not a you problem, sorry. That's a me problem. I need to figure out a way to increase your perceived value. You're probably not going to buy it when you feel that it's worth $500. You're probably going to buy it when you feel that it's worth $5,000 and you only have to pay $500. You got to get out of your own little world. You have to get out of your own little head and you have to understand that it really doesn't matter what you think. The, the truth, the facts lie with your prospect and the consumer. If they don't value you at your price point, you are not worth your price point. Period. The Gary Vaynerchuk, when I was first starting my business, I used to follow him all the time. And I still do. I think he's awesome. Uh, and, and I think he has a lot of value to bring to entrepreneurs. And Gary would always say that the market is the market. It's going to tell you exactly what you're worth. And if no, it does not matter what you think. The market is going to tell you what you're worth. So as a personal trainer, until the world values you at Picasso level, you have not actually put in the work. You have not put in the, put in the, uh, the time, the grind. You have not gone through the challenges enough to have the world value you as the Picasso of fitness, as the Picasso of entrepreneurship, of your business, of your, of your market. It's just simply not the case. And by saying, by using that, that by using that, uh, what's the word? By using that story to rationalize their disagreement with, with your price point is an absolute one-way ticket to always struggling, always challenging to find new clients, always finding having trouble with client retention or client acquisition. What your job is, the solution, is to supercharge your offer with so much value that the customer feels like they're getting a steal for the, for the price that you're charging. There's the game. When, I, when you come to Gen Max, we talk about the empathy period. We talk about how you have to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Your understanding of fitness is not their understanding of fitness. Their goal is different than your goal. You have to have empathy and put yourself in their shoes to understand where they're coming from to have any chance of getting them to where you want to go. From a financial perspective, you want to get somebody to, make, to giving you $10,000 of recurring revenue every single year, give or take, right? They want you're invest, they're investing in their fitness, right? And in order to get there, you may have to start somebody on a lower level. You may have to start somebody. You may have to give more in order to get more. It's a crazy world we're living in this stuff. And I, I look, guys, I would just encourage you all to look a little bit deeper as to why people don't pay you or why people say no to your offers or to your products or to your price point. Why do people say no to you? And it's simply because they don't, they're not certain, they don't have 10 out of 10 certainty that the value is going to come back 10x. 
And once your marketing messages, once your sales pitch can create that 10 out of 10 certainty, you'll never struggle for money again. You'll be eating caviar, staying at the Ritz. Because once you do that, then it's just about scaling. And that's the game. And ladies and gentlemen, that's episode 166 of the Sean Light Podcast. And we will see you back here tomorrow, as per usual, for episode 167 of the Sean Light Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, have an absolutely stupendous day.